guys, this is Shanae, uh, and this is the Safe Continue podcast. With me <laughs> is, I know, I started that terribly. This is Shanae. I know, I'm so sorry. Welcome to Shanae. <laughs> is this your talk show? Where we start this? No. Please. I started recording. Practice makes perfect. It's yeah. Fine. Uh, it took me three years to master the craft, Shanae. I, it's, it's a habit of. It's a habit now. Anyways, uh, so yeah, this is the Safe and Continue podcast. Uh, we are your host. No, you're the host. We. You're the co-host. I mean, if you say so, you're the host, man. Okay. Oh, my God. Go don't, don't talk to your host this way. Sure, sure. I'm the talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy definitely is the talent. Uh, but yeah, so this is Tommy. Hi. This is Ryan. So. And as you already know, if you're watching this or listening to this, I'm Shanae. Uh, and we have to get together and talk about video games or video game related stuff. Um, stuff will cut yourself. Well, I, I'm just real cute. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so guys, what have you been playing since we last talked to each other? Well, uh, I finished Resident Evil 2 finally. I didn't finish it. I, I didn't want to play through of it. But then I was telling Tom last night that uh, he said to me that he heard that doing Claire A and Leon B was the optimal story. So I did I did Leon A and was going to do Claire B, but what he was saying kept resonating in my head. So I so now I'm doing Claire A, so I do Leon B. Uh, played played a lot of Monster Hunter. Uh, I played Street Fighter tonight. I won one match. Nice. Um, I tried. I also tried that pinball game that Tom got. What's it called again? Uh, Demon's Tilt. Yeah, Demon's Tilt. That's a really cool game. Uh, really cool, like two D pinball game with uh, some shoot 'em up elements in it, which I I liked it. It's got a really cool presentation to it, and um, that's really about it. I haven't really been playing much else besides that. How about you? So I haven't had a whole lot of time for games, um, but I played a little bit of Hong Kong Massacre. Mm, good game. And I like it. I, I like Hotline better, but I do like it. Um, it's fun. It's pretty. And uh, today, started playing Tetris 99. Oh yeah, how'd you do? Extremely well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, top top three. Oh no, I'm winning more than. Really? More than not, yeah. Mm, that's cool. Um, I mean, you did say that you clean up, and then you're not cleaning up. Well, I noticed like friends of mine who play Tetris, who are worse than me at Tetris, getting in the top three. So I assumed I would do quite well. Yeah. But I'm pretty consistently winning that game. So what is Tetris '99? Um, it's Tetris Battle Royale. Mm. So they announced it and shadow dropped it during the Nintendo Direct, and it's cool. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much longer I'll, I'll play it. Uh, not enough to challenge for you? Not enough to challenge and not enough to really keep you there because there's really no progression system to it. Mm -hmm. Like, you level up, but that's meaningless. It's bragging rights. That's all it is, sure. you know? And a little shape next to your name changes. Like, that's that's really it. Um, it's a fun game. You can target opponents. So, so like, there's a thing at the top of the screen and there's four different categories of, like, what like who you want your junk to be sent to, you know? One of them is, is attackers. So like whoever's attacking you, you want your shit to be going to them. One of them is random. One of them is badges. 
So as you get more KOs, you like start going up these badges, which means you throw more garbage. Hmm. I forget what the fourth is. Or you can target specific people. I think the uh, fourth the fourth one is uh, like you can target people who are close to death. Maybe. But uh, yeah, it's fun. I just don't know that I'm gonna play it much longer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good that it's free now. Yeah. Uh, oh I, I And on that, like I don't know how it's free. Cause like I've not like gone into the into, into the menus other than the statistics. Yeah. But like I don't see any like that's what this game needs. The game needs loot boxes or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, what is there to pay for in this game? I've not I've not noticed that. Like, well I my when I saw it and what I what I thought was well, maybe this is just another way because battle royales are hot. Yeah. And maybe this is just a way to like get people into their online uh, ecosystem. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's just something to use to draw them in. Like, hey, sure. sign is up for an online thing. You can play a free no, game. I've seen. Yeah. yeah. But uh, free to play games on uh, on consoles and. And the like typically won't you really won't see ads. I, oh. I didn't know who uh, I didn't know what system was on because I've never heard of it. It's on Switch. They announced it the same time they announced uh, Link to Link's Awakening. Yeah. So there's this other thing I've been playing. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Have you guys heard of Game Pigeon? No. It's like a mobile thing, but it's like games you play within your texts. Okay. Uh, you have an example. Uh, so I've been playing like a lot of, I forget what it's called, but it's, it's Battleship. Okay. Yeah. And that's been a lot of fun. Like, is there some kind of, is there like a graphical interface? Or yeah. text based? Yeah, like, look, look. Let me see if I can find one. So here I've been playing with Bailey. So that was Connect 4 we played. But it's just like, like okay. it's Battleship. Yeah. So that's neat. Yeah. Is, uh, I think chess is on there as well, right? Yeah, a bunch of games. Yeah, because I, I I was like, that sounds really <clears throat> familiar, but I couldn't say, like, oh, I actually know it. Yeah. Yeah, so some of my friends have used that to play chess against each other. Mm -hmm. is, this like, is it just iOS? I don't know, but I would assume so because it's built into, like, the iOS sticker thing. Yeah. Uh, can I can I go back to what I've been playing because I forgot one? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Apex Legends. Mm -hmm. I is all about that right now. Yeah, I wanted to, I was... Uh, I like that game a whole lot. Uh, so if you've never heard of Apex Legends, uh, basically it is a squad-based battle royale game. Uh, a squad-based, class-based battle royale game. Uh, so each match you have uh, you have 60 players, uh, each squads of three. Sometimes you sometimes the matches don't fill up, so you might get a squad of two. Sometimes you might even drop in by yourself. Uh, but One man squad. Yeah, sure. But typically you are going to find yourself in a team of three. Uh, so you have a few, there are a few different uh, legends, as they call them, or they're the word that they use for heroes, I guess. And each one has a, uh, has like skills that, uh, that, uh, that they can use in combat. And none of them are actually, none of them are actually related to the actual guns are usually like they work independently of the weapons like you have one character who can uh who's really good at tracking so he can see people through walls uh or he could see like he could see like he has an ability that lets him see tracks on the ground so he knows when people have been there uh you have a medic class who basically they have she has a little heal drone that uh, she can deploy to like restore uh, health to people 
Um, do uh, any of these classes like have uh, like bonuses to weapons? Like kind of like how Borderlands, like you can use whatever gun with whatever character, but do you yeah. use like the types and it does better? Uh, not so not so far as I can tell. Uh, as far as I can tell, everybody performs the same regardless of okay. what weapon they're using. It's just the, the secondary power. Yeah. Um, and so there's obviously a there's I th like going into it. I think that there's obviously an optimal setup there. Like there's off there's obviously an optimal team composition there. I don't know what it is, but I but like there's a lot of stuff in that game that kind of tells me that 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 there probably is like a good like if you get like three of the these certain uh heroes that there's probably good synergy there uh but either way um it's been a lot of i've been having a lot of fun with it and it's it's weird because i typically one i don't really play online games the way that i used to like i play street fighter quite a bit but like you know that's that's a game that like it's purely competitive so there's not really talking so much um so it's weird that I'm playing like a game that has heavily emphasized teamwork, and considering how not into talking on to strangers online that I am, but the game also makes it easy for you to engage in a lot of nonverbal uh, communication, because the I'm playing on PlayStation and the R1 button basically is the ping button, and like whatever you're looking at when you press it, like you'll get a contents a context sensitive like is that, call out. Is that cross platform? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so I was like, I know we're just playing it on PC. Yeah, uh, I downloaded it on, on uh, PC as well, but I find myself going back to the PlayStation version a lot. Um, but yeah, like, it, it, I find, like, I've, I've won one match so far, and in that match, like, n neither me or my teammates ever said anything to each other over mics. We're just all relying on uh, call-outs from our characters to kind of to, to win the match. Um, I do like it a lot. Uh, I know that there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of battle royales out there. Um, but this is one that I've, th th this is one that I think I've... It's been blowing up. People really like it. Yeah, I, this one kind of immediately clicked with me. Like, I played, uh, I remember when I first tried, uh, PUBG, uh, I played it once and then I bounced off of it because it, like, it gave, it, damn it, it gave me a panic attack that first time. And I slowly warmed up to it and I started trying, I started branching out and trying uh, other ones, but this one like immediately clicked with me. I don't, I, I don't know if it's a presentation or also like the abilities. I think it's, it's a really, I think that's a really cool uh, aspect to, of it. But um, yeah, I, I feel myself getting better at it the more I play it. Uh, I think it's real good. Uh, I'd like to see where they go with it uh, over the next few months or so. The only thing about that game that really interests me is the banners throughout the map. Oh yeah, so like, so uh, if you're if you do particularly well during a match, then you'll be declared a they'll be declared the champion of that match, and so the next match that you're in, uh, you'll see it'll say uh, the champion is who are your name. I thought and, it just showed who was currently doing best in that match. No, like because I it'll the champ it's the champion of the last match, so you have a kill leader. So whoever has the most kills in that, they're the kill leader. The champion is whoever performed well in the, in the like who performed the best at their most recent match. So you're getting putting in put into the same game with the same people each time. No. Uh, so it it basically it it's. Uh, so I when I won that match, uh, so the next match that I went into, mm -hmm. like it it highlighted me as a champion, 
Uh, and I think it, it had something to do with, I don't know, like, what they're talking about. Because it couldn't have been based purely on kills. I didn't get that many kills in that match. Yeah. So it probably had to do with, like, other stuff that I was doing in that match. Uh, but so when I went into that match, like, I saw my, my character and my name, like, on a banner. Yeah. Uh, 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 posted, like, it's all over the place. Um, and that's a really cool thing, too. But, like, uh, you get extra XP for, like, killing whoever the kill leader is. You get XP for killing whoever the champion is. Yeah. Uh, you also even you get, a, you get bonus XP for uh, playing with your friends. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't so much care about that in most of these games. Like, there are so many games now where XP is meaningless, including this game. Yeah. XP does nothing for you. Uh, the, yeah. And so far as I can tell... XP in Tetris 99 does nothing for you, well, or in Overwatch, well, or any well, of these games, I mean, you, know? you say that, but XP levels you up, which gets you... Because, like, I think the main draw... Because I think the main thing that you're trying to acquire in any of these games is, is cosmetics. That's what it always seems to be. Right. Uh, so XP, like, levels you up, and every time you level up, you get some of the, the currency... And then you also get a, you get a, a box. What I mean, when I say it does nothing for you, I'm talking about like from a gameplay mechanic. Oh yeah, there's yeah. no reason for it. Yeah, and I, you know? yeah, um, and I think that they could probably do away with the XP system and just put something else there. Your nose is bleeding a little bad. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like. I got a thing. I got a thing, but uh, yeah, like they could probably like just give you give yeah. me give yeah. me some like currency after every match. That'd yeah. be good. They give me some currency to buy something after every match, and I'd be good, but... Wanna know yeah. what I'm gonna do? Sure. I beat Kingdom Hearts for the really first time. Yeah, go for it. Well, what are <laughs> um, your thoughts on it? Uh, well, I'm excited to play it again. I'm proud of it. I'm excited to play it in the standard, because uh, I did a blind playthrough. Is there a problem? There's a problem. Okay. There's no critical, though, which is a lot of complaints. Okay. As far as yeah, that goes. Okay. Uh, but they'll probably fix that in. Yeah, they, they, that's what they did for the second one. Uh, or for the they, second one? Or they might have done it on the final mix. Yeah, I was going to say, they weren't patching anything on the PlayStation Well, I mean, not PlayStation 2, obviously, <laughs> when they went over to the PS3, I was trying to remember yeah. if it automatically was final mix version of it on the PS3 or not. Mm. But anyways, um, so I, I know there's a lot of complaints. Actually, after I finished the game, I called Sandy, because uh, me and him have been texting about it. Mm. Um... And like I, I'm now that I've beaten the game, I am now like opening the floodgates to all spoilers, all discussions, and everything. So I wanted a blind playthrough. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and really like get just a raw thought of what's going on. Yeah. So I like it. I'm not disappointed. I know a lot of other people are. I like I I loved it. Like I thought maybe some of it is my own headcanon because I, I just. Mean, I've other than a couple of people, most people I've talked to say they love it too. Yeah, so I've seen like some complaints. We talked about it, I think, uh, the last show or the show before that, about people talking about the worlds being mm -hmm. kind of bare. But that's like literally every Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but <laughs> it's only a valid complaint for one, maybe two worlds. Yeah. Uh, Did you like the Pirate World? Because I heard it was great. So I still don't like the Pirates of the Caribbean and my Kingdom Hearts. But did you like the world? The world was, the, uh, the world was good. What do you get to do with that ship? You get, sh you get to drive the ship around and do ship battles. Okay. It's Black Flag meets Kingdom Hearts. It's great. I like Black Flag. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I think the reason why people like it so much is a because it's a very it's it's a very big map. Like you can tell the worlds they spent a lot of time on, the worlds they did not. They spent the most time on Hundred Acre Woods. No, it's actually <laughs> super short. It was only three mini games. I know that's why I said that. Yeah, and I'm super happy about it. Uh, yeah, and it's skippable. Oh, I hate Winnie Pooh worlds in Kingdom Hearts. Um, is he, oh, he's in all of them? Yes. Oh, all, uh, all the numbered ones. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. It was a lot longer, and it's a lot more annoying. But yeah, so you didn't have to like, do quite full stop or anything like that. Anyways, so um, I know I don't work, like, also uh, very ups disappointed in the ending, uh, which I'm not going to spoil, but I feel like... I feel like me and Sandy were talking about it, and I feel like because I have been like so deep in the lore with like researching and stuff, yeah, that I am taking what's happening in the ending much different than like some of the complaints that I've seen. Sure. And I don't think that they're like necessarily invalid complaints because like if you don't get it and it doesn't like the ending doesn't resonate with you, like that's valid. Like if that's what you think. So I'm not saying like, oh, like everyone's dumb for thinking that. Because I can see what like, their point of view is. But I liked it. And also like there's more like there's like another ending thing happening on the twenty eighth yeah. of February. So like that's another like, ending thing. Yeah, it's like a patched in thing that they didn't want like spoiled earlier. I see. Um so the secret ending. The secret ending they didn't patch it in until like two or three days, like like till like January thirty first, I think. Okay, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah, the secret ending they didn't patch in because they didn't want it spoiled and and they're also doing another DLC patch thingy on the tweet that was I was reading about. I didn't get to finish reading it. Okay. But yeah, um so whenever we play again on uh proud mode and then also like focus on the collectibles, which I didn't really do. On this like last playthrough, I was really focusing on some of the cutscenes. You gotta find those Mickey heads. Um, I actually found all of them. Uh, because let's see, wait, because uh, that's the way that you unlock uh the ultimate weapon. Okay, what's the ultimate weapon? Uh, it's the ultimate weapon. Like from Ultima Online. No, not from that. No, it's just what's called. Okay. Uh, so there's. So yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm still keen on marching, uh, but I have beat it now. Nice, dude. Um, and then yeah. Was that 13 years worth the wait? Mm, yeah, I think so. I don't like when when people like word it like that when when you're talking about games that had like a long, torturous. Let me rephrase my question. Do you feel Do you feel satisfied after finally getting to, to play that game? Yeah, because I know it's just. The ending of the Secret of Darkness uh, saga. There's going to be more Kingdom Hearts yeah. game and more Sora. Oh, for sure. So, well, they even left it like as part of the cliffhanger ish on the ending. Yeah. Like, something so, some, something are vague. I'll tell you off, off camera. Okay. Um, some things are kind of vague as far as like what the fuck just happened, what's going on with Sora, what's going on with all that. Some of that is like vague on there. Yeah. So like. People who thought this was like the final game, I know a lot of them had complaints about it. And I'm just like, no, it's not. It's just like the. Who would one. think it's the final game? Why There's so much money. There's so much money that can be made. Yeah. And like, and because. It's like all this stuff wrapping up this year, whether it's Kingdom Hearts or Star Wars or Marvel, like, there's gotta be more Marvel movies. There's gonna be Kingdom there's Hearts. There's gotta be more Star Wars. Final you know? Games or something, right? People uh, are well, so. <laughs> there probably will be a few points, but I'll make sense. Yeah. 
Uh, I also, I'm also already excited for like Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix, even though I just beat it. Sure. Because I just like... Wait, well, hold on. What is, what is the final, what was, what does Final Mix mean before? Um, so normally they add difficulties, uh, to it and make it more difficult. Normally they add more secret bosses. Um, some of them add like more content as far as like going back and replaying it and how to get another boss. Do they ever add more Final Fantasy? Yeah. Uh, it kind of, yes. Because okay. that was what I was promised back in 2002. Um, Final Fantasy. Well, there's just not really a place for it to like necessarily fit. I think they. Well, I mean, you say that, but they found a place for Pirates of the Caribbean. So. Yeah, they found a place for Johnny Depp. You know. Yeah, so I really want. They found a place for Winnie the Pooh. Like, there's a place for, for Final Fantasy in it. The things that I would want in a final mix for Kingdom Hearts 3, mm -hmm. and to be as non spoiler as possible, is more, more bosses. Um, Isn't there stuff from the World Ends with You in there too? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, I'll also talk about it a little bit off, off camera because there's something that's really cool happens in the, uh, happens below. You know, my stuff. Jack is a square game. We can put that in there. Yeah, you're out of mana. Yeah. So I want, I want more bosses. Definitely more secret bosses because there's only one. Um, and then what else would I want? Obviously more of a difficulty because it is like pretty easy, especially without a critical mode. Playable Pete. Um, yeah, so they promise more like playable characters, but like all those characters, you only get to play them as like one or two fights. Do they control differently from Sora? Yes, they do. Okay. Which, um, which well, is like, like, think about how many DLC, like how much DLC 15 had. I imagine Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have a pretty lengthy DLC campaign. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy all of it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, you should. You love that game. Uh, yeah, and then... I, mean, I, I shouldn't say that you should, because I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, so, and then, um, as, like, more time goes on, and whenever I make, like, my, like, actual, uh, like, Kingdom Hearts exclusive videos, whenever that happens... Sure. Uh... Whenever you want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, I'll probably go more, uh, not probably, I definitely will go more spoilery and get spoilery-y, and, like, give my, of my opinions of what Kingdom Hearts 3 <clears throat> could add, but as far as what it is right now, and my experience with it, I'm happy. That's awesome. I mean, that's uh, all any of us can ask for with any video game that we play, right? Yeah. Like, um, the whole thing with these long development cycles, it's like The Last Guardian, you know? You're not going to please everybody. That's and there are, the, there are those people that are like, oh, I've waited 10 years for this, and it's like, really? What we thought about this every day for 10 years. Yeah, what were you doing you know? It's also a different kind of arts because you have all these other games to play that added to the storyline. Well, sure. And yeah, exactly. There, yeah, was exactly. some, there was supplemental content it's, it's not like every few years. It's not like, it's you, not like you haven't had Kingdom Hearts for 13 yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, and it's not like they were like side, side games where it's not like, and it's, it's in the same universe where you're not yeah. touching the same thing. But even if, even but like, if that but wasn't even, the case, you know, it's just like you don't have anything to do but wait for this one game over the course of a decade. And like, you and, know? And, you, and when you put, when you frame it like that, of course, of, of course it's not going to live up to your expectations because you, yeah. you built it up too much. And I'll, honestly, like, a lot of the same complaints that people have made about Kingdom Hearts three were made about Kingdom Hearts two when it first came out. Right. Before all the like before all the additions to it and stuff like that, is people have rose tinted glasses. What I'm saying is like those games are always polarizing, you know. Yeah. Like, the Last Guardian won Game of the Year awards, and then it got like fives from other outlets. I know? guess I just wonder like when when Kingdom Hearts two came out and when Kingdom Hearts three came out, like what like what do those games not have? That the first game had. Well, Kingdom Hearts Two More is like is touted as like the best of like the trilogy of one, two, three. Kingdom Hearts Two is the best. Yeah, That's what Sandy said. Excluding uh, that, it's what a lot of people are saying. Mm. 
But they're also an idiot. But they're also thinking about Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix and not just regular ass <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, howdy. Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to say you had better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, today, I this is the Shanae Show, because I'm going to be talking to you guys about Atomi Games. Oh, bother. Yeah, oh, bother. <laughs> Y'all agree to this. Oh, boner. <laughs> so, Shanae, what about Atomi Games? Um, I guess I just kind of want to... Yeah, fill an hour. Well, it's not on your time, it's for an hour. Well, I mean, you said. That's what you said. No, I'm not. You're the host, man. You, I, might, you have the final say. I didn't. I didn't. You have, it. Final, you have the final mix. <laughs> um, I guess like <laughs> I just kind of want to talk about the different, um, I guess types of Atomi games or visual novels out there, and like kind of what's available, and finding out like what really like a speaks to your budget, and b speaks to like the kind of experience that you want. Okay. Um, so, there is a massive difference between, um, like, console or, uh, PC game, uh, Atomi games versus, like, mobile ones. You don't say. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I know. That's like with every single genre. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. I feel like I would be hard-pressed to be able to, at a superficial superficial level, tell the difference between a mobile Atomi and a computer Atomi. Well, some of them are ports. Like, they like, did so well on, uh, like, mobile, they would bring them over to, like, Vita, or, or now a lot, of, uh, a lot of them are supporting over Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those port, uh, so, like, almost every single one of those, like, mobile ones, uh, that I can, like that I have come across and that I've played and I'm familiar with mm-hmm. are normally um, uh, where you buy the routes. Cause on a, oh, yeah. Because for, for mobile games, there's normally either a ticket system where you get like five tickets a day and if you want to like play more, then you have mm-hmm. to buy them. Because uh, they're, they're free to play. So they like have all, Candy those, Crush. all those in-app stuff. Yeah, but... Candy Crush, if you win, then you get to keep your lives. With mobile Atomi games. I know that I've never played Candy Crush. With mobile Atomi games, whether you pick the correct choice in the chapter or not, that ticket's taken away and they're not giving you another one. Unless you also, pay for they it. shouldn't call it a choice if there's a correct one. Yeah, there's a correct choice. You know? Well, there's a, I say correct, but all it is is the difference between a good ending and a bad ending. Yeah. Uh, which, like, uh, a I mean. A happy ending. Well, some of the bad ones are happy, but they're not like. How, how could it be bad and happy? Well, some of the, not all, not I should say not most of the twenty games I've played, but sometimes the bad ending is like you're just friends or you don't end up together, but you still like appreciate each other and like go on with your life. Yeah. I feel like I feel like in the in the world of Atomi, that means you've lost. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes like you, they, I'm not lo- here to make and sometimes the bad point. ending means that your love interest either kills you or puts you in a cage. You you said that to be one of the happy endings too. Um, no, one of the happy endings do not involve murder or cages. I see. Tell me more about this. Uh, there's that Atomi that you brought up a uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago about 
the one with the worldwide conspiracy. Tell me about that one. Okay, so that one is Mystic Me Messenger. It's made, made by Charitz. Um, that one is a little bit. That one is actually very different than like most of Tony's out there. It's pretty like it's very unique in its aspect. Um, like I said, uh, just to kind of backtrack a little bit. Most of them, um, especially like Voltage and stuff like that, it's like ticket system. Or you buy their route for your love interest, so you get the free prologue, so you can like meet them all, pick who your favorite is, and then like buy their route. And normally those are more expensive, obviously, because like, uh, you know, you're buying all the package at one time. Um, I like that. But okay. Mystic, but Mystic, Mystic Messenger is honestly like every time you log into the app, mm -hmm. um, like there is, it's like a, it's like a chat room. The story is like somehow you stumble across certain things and you get invited to this like secret society chat room and yeah. all these people are in it and so when you check the mystic messenger like there'll be messages in there and either can like and if you uh log into your app at the correct time then you can be a part of it and not pay for it if you miss something mm. if you miss something that like one of your characters was talking about um then you can like you can either earn or pay for like I think your hourglasses, mm -hmm. and you can go back and then be involved in the chat. You don't necessarily get negative, uh, like points for like not being a part of that chat. And if you and you can always if you don't want to pay for it, you can always go back and read what they were saying. Sure. So like one of the characters' name is Zen. So like say you see like Zen was chatting about something like an hour ago, you can just either read what the conversation between the characters are in it or be a part of it. Um, which is like super fun and interesting and obviously very interactive. Like you can get phone calls from them and like answer the phone calls and hear like your love interest voice. Did they really call my phone? Uh, well not really call your phone, but like on the, from the app. I from see. the app, we'll see there. And you see call from like, you know, like just use example, Zen. And it has like their little, um, full, That's cool. their little chat room picture that they have on there. And some of the characters like do, like all they do is like post pictures of their pets. Or like complain about something, and some of them like do stupid weed talk, where there's like, you know, a lot of like quotations and actions and things like that. Should they? Uh, they all have very distinct. You mentioned a second ago that like if you log in or if you check it at a certain time, then you have to pay for it. Does the game give you any indication as to what the correct time would be, or you just have to rely on luck? Um. I bet I you can find it out. You can find it out and see when like chats happen for sure. Yeah. Um and like schedule that. I never turn notifications on on any app I use. I like secret uh, societies. So um. So uh, I don't think it does give you a notification if it does. Someone can correct me on that. Uh, no. Well, you gotta smash that bell if you want the notification. <laughs> if you're watching YouTube, smash that bell. Don't forget don't care. Uh, I mean, you don't care. I, 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 mean, I, don't I care. honestly don't care. I care. You guys don't care, but I care. Yeah, so that one, um, you start, when you first join the chat room, um, like, one of the people who founded the little group has gone missing and is no longer there. Okay. Uh, and so, but as you go through, you find out, like, you know, that this mission, that this society kind of has, like, missions that bring back people together, and then you find out the person that's missing, uh, and has been missing, which is, like, a love interest of one of the guys in the room. Uh, yeah, she's just, like, batshit crazy and trying to, like, take over the world. That just kind of happens at the end of it. It's kind of crazy. I mean, like, some of the, I mean, and some of the storylines you go through, like, you'll meet other people that are part of her other secret society that's, like, wants to take over the so world. she's got, she's a part, she's a member of two secret societies? Yeah. The Stonecutters. Yeah. Yeah. The Midnight Society. Yeah. 
that's yeah. Flintstones and Nickelodeon. <laughs> so like Mystic Messenger is no, that's Simpsons. It's pretty unique on that aspect. Some of the ticket-based systems, uh, you can actually earn more tickets through like different things that are going on there, like you know dressing up your character and getting like so many points and stuff. That you have some with like little mini cooking challenges. So they're really trying. Yeah, there's a cooking mini game. Yeah, there's a cooking mini game in some of them. So like that's what I what I like like. There are a lot of games that I play that are considered to be VN, not a Tomy, but VN, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I feel like I need that extra thing, whether it's, like, Daniel Rothler or Phoenix Wright or whatever. Like, I feel like I need that little bit of gameplay there, you know? Yeah, and that's one thing I definitely like. A lot of Atomies, um, whether it be, like, a mobile one or, like, a console or PC one, do have those like small extras in there because right. they want to keep you bringing in because the more time you spend on the app the more likely you are to uh, at least for the mobile the more likely you are to pay for more chapters yeah um with um it's like i know you like the nonary games you know like i need a little bit of something and like those games don't have a whole lot in the way of like romance really you know yeah uh which I'm not against. I'm like, give me the romance. I'm fine. I like Persona, you know. But uh, I don't know why it is with, with, with that genre in particular that I, I feel the need for more gameplay because, like, well, cause with no walking like... simulators, I'm fine just exploring the place, you know. Well, that's the thing. There's not, like, necessarily, because most of it's reading, a lot of it doesn't even really feel like you are playing a game besides, like, when you get the choices. Sure. Because you're not really being. But I enjoy reading. It's just the writing typically isn't very good. You know. Yeah, 100%. That is like that is a problem, and there's just so many of them out there that it's really hard to figure out which ones are written well and right. which ones not, unless you follow like review blogs like right. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, reviews actually ma- like matter to me for Tony games a lot more than um than like most other genres, just because I. A, even if, like, someone really likes the game, like, and what they say about it, it's pretty obvious whether it will appeal to me or not. Yeah. Uh, like, because I may, like, hate that aspect of, like, a certain game, but they love it. And there's just so, because it is so varied and there's so many options as far as, like, the type of characters, and it is all story-driven, like, it, you can really choose to figure out which one's good for you or not. Yeah. Most of it that is, like, terribly written unless you pay big bucks. Or, I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah, and my big bucks, I only need thirty to like forty-five dollars. Every now and then, there's a sixty-dollar one. Yeah. Um. But I mean, like Danny Rumpet, like that does not drop in price. It's always expensive, you know. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Like I've talked about us playing Root Letter together. I'm fine with paying for it if it's good, if it's worth it, you know. Yeah. So most of the ones um, on like PC or console. Uh, obviously you get all the routes there because you're paying for it in one big payment. And normally they are written much, much better. I know that not everybody can like feasibly drop this much money for a game, but I just think that there's so much more replay value because there is so many different routes and each gives a different perspective or information from the story. Um, are the routes typically like... Because of the few I've played that I would consider actually Otomi games, mm-hmm. uh, the routes seem pretty brief, though, you know? Like, a Huddle Boyfriend gave you every route, 
is still just a couple hours, you know. Some of the routes are like ten to fifteen dollars each route. Damn, that's and there's crazy. Like, uh, that's if you like don't skip through yeah. texts and stuff. Um, like Hakuiki, uh, is what's it? Hakuiki is like a really popular one. It's on the Vita on the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a bunch of different versions of it. Uh, like with different like, uh, a lot of them have the same characters for like different stories for different times. Mm -hmm. That one is really revered as like a really good series. Um, those are pretty long. Oz Mafia is one that I've talked about on the show before, and that one's very long and has Which like. Oz Mafia. Um, so basically, you are in um, like an alternate kind of reality. I mean, you like your character from kind of from there. But basically, you have amnesia, wake up, meet all these people, and they're all very, uh, like, fairy tale themed. Uh, there's, like, Hansel and Gretel, which are, like, I think they're bombers. It's been a long time since I've played that one. Mm, that uh, sounds like Sinnoh Alice. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ones, there's a lot of Atomies that, like, play off of Alice in Wonderland, fairy tales, uh, history. There's a lot of different genres. Uh, I mean, as far as, to be completely honest, as far as experience, I do think it's, I do think that the optimal experience, personally, is PC or sure. console games, just because you get everything then, you can play it at your own pace, and normally it's translated a lot better, it's localized a lot better, or sometimes they're Western made, which, like, is very rare. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's becoming more common, but in, yeah. in the VN space, right? Like, there's yeah. a shit ton of Western VNs now. Uh, I've yet to find any of it. I, I would consider it to be very good. Like people love Three Fourths Home. I thought that game was just terrible. You know. Should have you ever played a game called Lifeline? No. Uh, it's not an Otomi, but uh... <laughs> you guys are funny, man. Why? Because like you talked about Lifeline on Check It Out. Yeah. You talked about what was the one that you asked for? Oz Mafia. No, before that. Uh, Mystic Messenger. Yeah, you talked about that. I don't check it out. And, like, you guys just forgot what, what each of you have said or what. No, I remember bringing it up before. Uh, but I just, I I think that is a, because you were saying the thing about the, the chat room with that one that you're talking about. Yeah, Mystic Messenger. Yeah. And that reminds me, that reminded me of, because uh, you turn, like, you turn off the, uh, the notifications on all your apps. So, like, but I remember the thing, the fun thing about games like, like, I imagine part of the fun of a game like Mystic Messenger, uh, in the same way that Lifeline was fun, is like, you just be doing whatever every day, and then you get a notification, like someone texted you in your, in your game. And, uh, you know, I, it's, I wonder, I, I wonder how much you would have, how much that would experience would have changed for you if you left that on. Because it seems, to me, I feel like it makes it a little bit more immersive when you do that. Yeah, no, probably would be for sure. I just well, I, I get it. Like app notifications are annoying. But, yeah, as I explained. But when it's that. part of when it's part of the game, though, I yeah. think it's a little different. Um, yeah, probably would have been a lot more immersive. But I get what Tom was saying about needing that little bit of gameplay there, like because he said that, like you you mentioned Tom, uh, uh, what do you, what's the what's the Firewatch? Yeah. And like there's it's not like it's not like an action game or anything, but you're getting to like walk around and pick things up and look at them 
And so, like, there's, there's that, there's, like, I feel like in that way, there's, like, a lot of gameplay in that respect. And I, I think that I would probably find, like, I would like an Otomi, for me, if I were to play an Otomi, uh, I, it would be cool to have an Otomi that was, like, presented like that, but with the, with the trappings of, you know, like, the love interest and the routes and everything, like, getting to walk around and explore stuff, but also, like, have the whole, like, romance threads throughout, and yeah. that would be really cool. Yeah, so, like, as far as having, like, extra stuff with, like, as far as the gameplay as well, like, which is just choices for the most part, um, I do come across, like, more of, like, additional gameplay that is not just, like, a little cooking thing or dress up, mm-hmm. uh, on, like, the console ones, like, I know, um, so, like, with, um, sorry, my, like, I said, an eyelash eye. um, like with uh, Nameless and What You Must Recall, there's like uh, on one of the things, there's like little math tests that you have to do in it. Yeah. That like comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do math now, <laughs> depending on the character. And then there's a free one that's on PC. I think it's just called Halloween. It might be like Halloween something else. Um, that one had, I know, has like a bunch of different little mini games. Uh, there's a lot of more stat boosting mini stuff, or stat boosting as well as, like, having your love interest as far as, like, paid ones. Yeah. Um, cause, um, Dandelion mm. has where, like, you have to get, like, art and, uh, femininity and beauty up, and there's, like, different stats for each character. And so you your femininity? Uh, cooking, doing laundry, watering plants. Are you serious? Yeah. Well... Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so you got to remember, this is a different culture than ours. So. Yeah. Um, uh, also, um, what do you typically do in these games to get people to fall in love with you? So, um, with the console and PC ones, there's a lot more. Normally, there's a lot more options as far as like places you can go. Mm. Uh, like most of them will be like, oh, so it's like it's this day. Choose where you want to go. Like you, like say if you're like you're in one that has like a mansion, you can choose to go to like the library or like the garden or whatever, and you might run into your love interest. And part of the gameplay of playing it is figuring out the spots that your love interest would be at, so you can run into them. Yeah. So with them, there's a lot of like saving and then like playing something and it doesn't work out, going back, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out if you don't use a walkthrough. Right. Which I think adds more of a game aspect to it because you are trying all these different things and having to figure out it well the reason i ask is because like you have games like like uh uh like harvest moon or stardew valley uh that or uh to another extent uh persona 5 that have like a romance mechanic to them that's Uh, not the focus well what i what i mean is that like there is a uh a lot of that is like to get to to increase someone's affinity for you is like giving them things. Yeah, a lot of them have like gifts and stuff that you can pick up or buy. Yeah. Um, typically not really seen in like mobile games. Um, that one is a lot. Uh, I mean that one has stats, but it's only stats by dressing up in different clothing. Also, are but, um, are sometimes the gifts hidden? Like, are sometimes the gifts like behind like an in-app purchase? Like, this is the gift that they like. 99 cents uh no normally not on like pc and console stuff no mm-hmm. like it's it's just like you buy the game and you have it like um with like dandelion 
you can like go to the store and like buy gifts. Like you can also go to the bookstore on a date and buy books on there and like and like uh and and like buy books during that. Um, some of them like you'll pick up items as you go on dates or you explore, mm -hmm. and you have to figure out if that person likes it or not, unless you look at a guy. See, I'm like, I think that I could get into the genre regardless of the amount of gameplay that's there. If I really like the writing, you know, mm -hmm. so like maybe you need to recommend something to me. But it's like, uh, I think we talked about this not too long ago. Like eventually they'll get like a screenwriter to write one of these, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Nicholas Sparks. Presents. Yeah, I like the genre a lot, and like there's things that I like about it, like uh, obviously because I'm like super because I'm into it, and for me. Uh, like, I'm okay with, like, subpar writing. I mean, I, I've said before, I read fan fiction. Yeah. Um, I'm okay as long as, like, the general, like, arc of the story is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And, like, the translate translation issues aren't too bad. Right. Or it's, like, or it's, like, I sandal you. Like, what does that mean, man? Uh, <laughs> so, of the, of the Otomi that you, that you like... What percentage of those is written well, would you say? Like, roughly? Um... Because I feel... I don't think that anything I like would, like, necessarily win an award. Well, I mean... But, like, but when I say that they're written well, like, Kukuki, like that I mentioned before, yeah. is written well. It's written super well, and it takes, like, and it takes, like, actual people from history. Of course, it makes it pretty, but still. Makes like actual people from history <laughs> and um, and like and uses that background of like who they are in history books to like uh so they kind of give them more like a Tony esque personalities. Yeah. And sexy I really, George Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they're Abraham sexy George Washington. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like that's super fun, and I think that that those games have pretty good writing. Um. I think a lot of. I mean, I don't, I don't even need it to be like, you know. I don't need this to be like some fucking masterpiece, you know. Uh, like I played Hot of a Boyfriend, that doesn't have great writing. I enjoyed my time with it, you know. Yeah, sometimes like even it, like uh, Fire Emblem, the romance parts, all the dialogue in that those games don't have like fantastic writing, but I enjoyed them, you know. Uh, just not so bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I say like a good portion of the ones that I like have good writing because I like them. Yeah. Cause like I go in there for the feels. I go in there to see like the connection of different people. I really enjoy. Um, this is something I don't see as necessarily often in like PC and console games. That like, at least not the ones that I have been playing. Mm -hmm. Is I really and this is one of the things that like kind of makes me go back to like mobile games. Is I don't see, like, depending on the character that you pick, I don't see super often where the character's personality changes based off, like, who you pick. There's a couple ones that I've already mentioned that, like, that's the case. Like, your personality will, like, change a little bit. The but personality I, of the main character? Yeah, the character that you're playing. Sometimes, like, they'll let you, like, if you pick, like, a... Like a character that likes someone that's sassy, like, you can be sassy. Yeah. If you pick somebody that, like, wants, like, a more kind-headed person, you'll like, be more patient so and quiet. So you're changing yourself to suit these people. Yeah, well, everybody does that, yes. Yeah. I see. Because you're picking the person that you that you like, so they're going to make you play as a character that they like, because that's how connections work. You see? Yeah. No. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, there's a couple games I can think about where they're like slightly different, but most of the time, even though the routes may be vastly different, the personalities aren't too terribly different. Oz Mafia has a character doing a lot of different stuff, but I don't think like the character like necessarily changed that much. Yeah, well, one of the things is that she goes and works at a brothel. Yeah. So. If you're um, listening to the show, Tommy Pantomime doing it. <laughs> yeah, but most of the time, obviously, it's a blank slate because they want you to impart your own personality and headcanon to it. Sure. Because <clears throat> you're supposed to be, like, connecting with these people. But I just, like, that's one thing I definitely want more of is, like, sassy characters or characters that are not putting up someone's shit. Yeah. And have options for those, even if they're, like, a bad option. Uh, rather than, like, a funny or a cute one or something like that. I like the funny ones. Yeah. I, the funny ones are annoying pretty good. Just because, like, uh, I know I, I'm actually pretty bad about picking, like, the funny ones with the wrong characters. I'm like, oh, this character's funny and I'll like this. Yeah. And they're just like, no, oh, no, they want to be the funny one. They don't want you to be the funny one. So you know, like, how everybody's <laughs> like, not everybody, but down here, everybody thinks, like, Chie is the best character in Persona 4, you know, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. I like that kind of funny. I never played Persona 4. What kind of funny is that? Like, eats a lot of fatty food, makes dumb jokes, and stuff like that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that speaks to me. Yeah, yeah that, re that resonates with me. Um... Well, you know what? Honestly, like, I I think that a lot of those games, like the way that you talk about it. Well, I've always had a thing for when people talk about things that they're really into. Even if I'm not into it, it's it's fascinating to listen to them talk about it. Uh, and there's there just seems to be so much. There seems to be more variance in Otomi than I initially realized. Uh, like, and I assumed that there were variances in like the storylines that were being written and the kind of characters. But in terms of like overall dressing and presentation, because I, I mean, I I uh, I ignorantly assumed that the basic presentation was the same for all of them, and they just the characters changed and the and the story changed. Yeah. But I didn't know that like they had. Like, for the most part, you're not wrong about that. No. But I think that you were pretty accurate in this facet uh, in the facet like that. If the same person makes the game, then normally the gameplay is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. Um. The yeah, well, there was some studio, you and I were looking around on the Switch eShop one day, and there was some studio who had ported a lot of games over to it, and, like, the interface was identical across yes. all the games. And it wasn't, like, three games, it was, like, seven or eight games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And in that aspect, you just have to, if you are, if you enjoy the interface, then you just have to find the storylines that speak to you, or right. the storylines that are done well. Um, there are people who, like, are like, oh, I'm a voltage person, or I'm like a whatever person, and like voltage is like a big like mobile one, and like they all like shall we date voltage? What? Shall we date? Yeah, it's like a whole, shall we date is like a whole series thing, and it's just yeah. So like a lot of I'm gonna say that to somebody. shall shall we date? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, like, those all will look very, like, similar for the most part. Like, Cherix is one that I talk about a lot. I just, I just really like what they do. I really like, um, how varied their games are. Because yeah. they're the ones that made Mystic Messenger. They, uh, they also made, um, uh, Name, I believe they made Nameless, Nameless and I believe they also made, um, uh, Amnesia. Games. The what? Hate. The... A really, really bad game? 
No, that's Hatred. Okay. Hate is a series of Adobe games that's yeah. like super popular. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I never played any of those. Is it, do you, I don't know if you would know, Tom, but is it named such because the objective is the opposite of the of typical Adobe's where you're trying to get them to hate you? I have no idea. I've, I, they've been on my Steam wishlist for a long time mm-hmm. just because they review so well, you yeah. know, but I don't know much about them. I know there's at least two games in the series, I think three, but. Yeah, no, it's like, I'm not going to say that obviously I haven't played every Italian game. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, and it, literally thousands. Yeah, but there's, uh, but there are a lot of well-reviewed ones that I really want to check out. That's just like time and money factor. Sure. Which is why, like, why people do tend to go to, like, mobile games, even if there are, even if the story is less, is more lackluster, even if there's more of a paywall, even though all that, but you can still get, like, your little five It's not more of a paywall, though, you know? Because if you're playing on Steam or if you're playing on PlayStation or whatever, like you're paying for those games outright, whereas here you're paying like basically episodically, you know. Like people have a weird expectation of mobile games that they should always be free, right? Yeah. And, and even if they're and if it's free, you should get everything for free. Which yeah. I don't understand the. No, I but like, I would ra- I would rather have like an upfront price on these mobile games for all of the routes. Well, sure. And have that as an option. Than like paying per route because if you like so say if a character like a, a mobile zombie game which they're always doing updates for so say they end up getting like twelve characters mm-hmm. and you want to and they charge ten dollars per route that's hundred twenty dollars for all of it but I see the advantage of going that way though right because just because you want to get all the routes there's probably a lot of people who are satisfied just playing through it once you know what I mean yeah also if you're getting hundred twenty dollars worth of entertainment out of it then then what's the harm yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of what I want to talk about for Adobe games. I like it. That was a simulating conversation, Shanae. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that... That sounded insincere, but I don't think you meant it insincerely. I didn't. Okay. That's just a flaw in my personality when things come off that way. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it's really cool. Uh, that like, well, I like I said, I think I said this uh, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe more recently than that. But like, I honestly think that our taste in video games, the taste our taste in video games amongst the three of us, is different. Like there is some overlap. Like, there is some overlap there, but it's I don't I don't see that it's very often. And I think that the value of that is that I gain insight that I would have never sought out. Uh, I gained insight into a, a, a kind of video game that I would have never sought out because I just, I mean, I would admit it, I wouldn't have cared to. But uh, it is cool to hear that there's more to these games than I assumed. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever actually play one in my own free time. I mean, we have. I mean, we got a girlfriend. It was our free time. Her, her name is Yuri. <laughs> well, that wasn't. Well, to be fair, that wasn't the girl that I wanted. I wanted the I wanted the the, the weird lady. Yeah, well, we can pick her. Well, she was on an option. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, hope you enjoyed my Atomi, like I guess, like version talk. Now we're gonna play Tommy Ryan's new favorite game about developers. What's the game called? I forgot. Stumped ya. Stumped ya. That's not stumped ya. Did we agree on that? Stumped em. I was asking you what you wanted to call. Like, what? What are you calling it? You came up with the segment. You name it. Uh, this is the third. Who's that developer? Oh my god.
That's too, that's too close to use that Pokemon you need, no way. That's, that was the, what I was basing it off of. That was my inspiration. You want us to get sued? Alright, stumped him. Oh, that's probably gonna sue too. Someone else has something else called that. Alright. What do we do again? So, I'm gonna name uh, some games. Normally it's four. Okay. And uh, and you're gonna and you're gonna guess who the developer is. Oh right. Okay. And I'm just gonna keep going through them. If you don't get it, then I'm just gonna name the next game. Okay. Shadow Knights. Never even heard of that game. Rage. Yeah. There we go. Um, this one I had to like read. The fuck is Shadow Knights? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a game. Uh, the next one's going to be Quake and Wolfenstein 3D. Um, so this one is... No Doom on there, huh? That's well, cool. I thought it was too obvious. Not Quake, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't... I... You know what Quake is, Sharon? Yes, I know what Quake is. Yeah. So this one, um... <laughs> they have a couple big games, but not enough to, like, do a whole list. Some biggins. So I'm going to... Hey, my biggins. So... Uh, so I'm gonna say they so they are developers, but they work with other developers to create these games. So I'm gonna say the name of the game and who they work with, um, as well. Okay. So Call of Duty World at War. They work with Treyarch, obviously. Infinity War. Raven. Mm -hmm. but, I don't quite understand what you're going for. Yeah, here. What are you asking us? Well, they're also like they also help develop the game. Oh. Okay. I see. Um, Bioshock 2, which they work with 2K. Dishonored. Irrational? No. Dishonored. Arcane? Yes. Arcane worked, Arcane Ar Ar didn't work on Bioshock? Did Bioshock they? 2. Hmm. Yeah, it did. With a couple other studios also. Okay. Alright. We'll I thought that was interesting, so I put that in there. I okay. thought it was like a fun fact. We believe you. That was too confusing. I'm sorry. I, I thought it might be... I'm just trying. I'm trying real hard. Sorry. You're doing good. Yeah, you're doing And then really this one doesn't have four, which I tried to do like four on each of them. That's okay. We don't need four. But I feel like it's like it's, I feel like it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so cool Sim Myers, Sim Golf. What? Sim Golf? Yeah. Axis? No. For Axis? Yep. I was going to say Civilization 3 next. Civilization? Civilization. Was, uh... So, for the evening, wait, two was, to Ryan, was, one to Tom. Was XCOM in there? Yeah. Okay. Where are we at with our totals? Yeah. I, mean, I forgot what we were... I'll have to go back and check on it. Sure. Check the tapes. I feel like we were tied? No, I think, I, you were, think, I, think, I think you were up one. I think we are now tied. I think you were up one. I'll, I'll check on that for the next recording. It doesn't matter. Matters to me. Well, what does the winner get anyway? Yeah, what do we get? I don't know. I'll get you some whiskey. But what is the fucking point? I'll get you some whiskey. XP means nothing. <laughs> right, Tom? Pretty much. You yeah. want whiskey? I mean, yeah, I like whiskey. Okay, then I'll buy whoever wins whiskey. Let me ask you something. When enemies scale to XP, why is there XP? Like what was like? What is the point of leveling up at all? Right. Um, to get like new. Uh... That's that's dumb. <laughs> that's fucking dumb. Like I should be able to like the whole point of leveling up okay. is so I can go back 
and be real powerful. Yeah. But if they're coming with me, then why bother leveling up at all? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like leveling up isn't like you go through the game. Like, like if you go like, like the faster, Elder Scrolls does down. that. Uh, a Fallout does that too. Yeah. Yeah, it does definitely diminish. Assassin's Creed does the, it. Like why? You know? Yeah. Like either I'm le- either I have levels or I don't. You know, uh, enemy scale with you and final fight, that game has no levels in it. So. Yeah. Uh, final fight's a good game. So as far as that goes, uh, I tell the scores and the boys later. Um, scores and the boys. <laughs> yeah, I heard myself up very say. I like that. Uh, if you want to sell us a, a if like if you turn on the notifications, if it changes. Are you drunk right now? No, I'm not. You've had half a boo. <laughs> I haven't finished one beer. You've had half a boo. <laughs> I am not. I am not drunk. You, you turn 21 and all of a sudden you go crazy. <laughs> but yeah. So if uh you want to let me know that if Mystic Messenger uh change the gameplay changes or if it lets you know about the calls or chats if you turn on the notifications or if you just want to let us know about like whatever Tommy game you like or if you hated me talking about this yeah you can always reach out to us on like facebook twitter instagram we have a discord that there will be a link for um you are all, we are obviously available on whatever you're listening to us on uh but just to give you a list you don't need to name them all every time like, yeah you don't need to name them all youtube stitcher google play itunes and you porn you didn't even name them all. Yeah. Pilotic. Name 12 more. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> just like, Sinead, you can just say your favorite podcast provider. Yeah. Because we're there. Favorite podcast provider or YouTube? Your favorite YouTube. Your favorite YouTube. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.